It's about time to take your great idea and turn it into a reality with Squarespace. They make it easier than ever to launch your passion project. Are you trying to showcase your work or sell products of any kind? Well, you can use their beautiful templates and customize just about anything and make a beautiful website all by yourself. And if you get stuck, they have 24-7 award-winning customer support that is there to help. Go to squarespace.com grace for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use the offer code grace to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Attention, I am speaking loudly at you to tell you that Not Too Deep is in fact now an actual, tangible, visual show on full screen, thanks in part to AT&T. Get more details and sign up for full screen at fullscreen.com slash ATT to get a year's worth of streamable content at no extra cost if you're an eligible AT&T wireless customer. Haha, first year's on them, so you can just sit back and watch my idiot face do idiotic things. You're welcome. Oh, hello. How are you? I don't care that much. I care a little bit. Welcome to another episode of Not Too Deep with me, your host, Grace Helbig. Yay! I'm excited. Hopefully it's infectious. The good kind of infection. Excitement. This is, guess what? A very exciting episode of the podcast because we have the most wonderfully sweet adorable I want him to hang out with me and like give me advice on my life and just like provide me with a perspective that makes me feel like I'm connected to something in the world it's John Cozart I love this guy this man he is the greatest human ever and I think you're gonna fall in love with him if you don't already know him he's fantastic let's get into not too deep with John Cozart not not too deep I'm so excited John Cozart's here Hey guys. Hey. <laughs> it's cool. one of my favorite people. Also, you have the greatest laugh of all time. What? And I love people with great laughs because it just makes me so happy. One I think we we should create like a list of like best laughers on the podcast. Harley Morenstein has one of the greatest laughs oh, of all time. Because yes. it sounds like a 10-year-old girl giggling inside of this like monster of a man. <laughs> and it's amazing. Yeah. Um so I have some really, you know, burning questions for great, you. Great, great, great. Um, and then later on, we have some questions from the internet that they are very, very excited to know your answers to. Sweet. So let's jump into this. Let's do it. Um, pickles, question mark. Huge pickle guy. <laughs> <laughs> Huge pickle guy. Are you? Yeah, but not like sweet. Yeah, they have to be big. Not the… <laughs> You know the little pickles that are sweet? Oh, the Cornichons They really, yeah, they get you. And they're like prickly. They're kind of, It's like they have perpetual goosebumps. Yeah, yeah. But they're sweet and nobody wants it. No. So I'm yeah. so happy to hear such a fully formed opinion about pickles. It's like something you have to defend in the South. Uh, oh, yeah, because you're from Texas. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so are you a very big proponent of Southern food? Do you have a big opinion on like what's good, what's not good? It's uh, generally if it's Southern food, it's good because right. it's not good for you. So like <laughs> you're, you're covered in that way. Right. Yeah, so all, I, I love barbecue, and but it's Ugh. like… It's yeah. so weird out here because it's like, would you like this uh, uh, vegan ribs? And I'm like, well, not really. <laughs> not, but, but I do like ribs. And then there's a little judgment there. Have you found good Southern food in Los Angeles? No. Oh. No, yeah, I haven't. Okay. Yeah. Well, if anyone listening knows a great Southern restaurant, please let us know. Tweet it. Um, what's your favorite Southern comfort kind of food? Diane and I were in Austin recently and we just went to town on some brunch, like brisket mm. and all of it. It was 
Yeah, anything barbecue is good. But specifically with Austin, it was tacos. It was Mexican food. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And they get like… They, the taco scene in Austin is just crazy. It's good stuff. That sounds… So, yeah. I can… I can uh, yeah. Take some So, you tacos. went to college in Austin? I did. I Yeah, I went to film school. Wow. I know. Does it feel weird to say that? Sort of. But I feel like I didn't even go to film school. I mm-hmm. went to like improv practice. And that's <laughs> like, that's what I remember about college. No, same, same. Yeah. What was it like going to college in Austin? Because my, I guess, direct associations with Austin are my experiences at South by Southwest. Right. Which is just like dry vomit everywhere. Yes. So <laughs> it's like really dirty, but like, the, but but it's like right on the capital of of uh, tech, right. Texas. So it's like a lot of conservative things happen happen in the Capitol building and they just pass all these laws and right next to it is the University of Texas, which is ultra liberal. Wow. And so it's like this dichotomy. It's great. Mm-hmm. So before I, yeah, before I got to Austin, I was in, of course, the rest of Texas, which right. is not uh, liberal or progressive. <laughs> right. And so it was great. It was like, it was like four great years of just sexual exploration. <laughs> And questioning everything I've ever uh, known and loved. <laughs> that sounds like yeah. this is the forward to your book that's coming out. <laughs> uh, yeah. This is my four years of sexual exploration. Oh, gosh. Um, Mamer and I shot guns in Texas for the first time, and then we both cried afterwards because we hated the experience so really? much. Yeah, we shot them with these sheriffs that were like— we went to Prada Marfa mm-hmm. uh, and then like went to this really small town near it for the show that we were doing this travel series. And they had like the producers had to shoot guns and we just hated it every second. We were like doing it for the show. But like clearly like both of us are shaking. Mm-hmm. Mamrie's literally crying on camera while she's like trying what? to do it. It felt like a very Texas experience in a weird yeah. way. It's I can't. I Yeah, I can't do guns at all. When I was yeah. young, I shot a gun in California. Whoa. Uh, yeah, by Yosemite. It Whoa. was a lot of – or no, no. The Half Dome. Is that Yosemite? No idea. Yep. Okay. It's one of the things that's you can't buy it. It's owned by by the government. So who cares? It's pretty. Um, Yeah. uh, Here's a question. What are your guilty pleasures? Mm. Do you have any? You know, I don't. Really? Well, I was just having a conversation. Mm -hmm. I went on this terrible date a few days ago. Okay. And we got into the subject of guilty pleasures. And Uh then I just realized I don't feel guilty for any of my pleasures anymore. What a beautiful, refreshing philosophy. Yeah. That's really nice. I always say that I watch a lot of reality TV, like Real Housewives. Oh, okay, right. And like that's a guilty pleasure. But I also like don't feel that bad about it. Yeah. Because you need, it's good to check out every once in a while. You don't have to be Absolutely. on all the time. No, God. Yeah. What a life like that must really burn you out. <laughs> <laughs> no, like I, but yeah, re- recently I've tried to b- do like productive uh, leisure time, okay. and that's not good. <laughs> because I'm like, I work all day and then I'm like, let me learn something by watching a TV show oh, intent. Yes. With I, like, you know, where you're thinking about structure and, and, and I just realized, you know, I just need some of the real housewives kind of thing. Yeah. You and that's like, off. yeah, exactly. I know. I, for a second, I thought I would learn Italian and then <laughs> I just, just fooling myself. Yeah. I was so angry every time I sat down to try and learn <laughs> Italian. I just like was so mad at myself for doing this voluntarily. Hang yeah. on. Why Italian? Where nah, did that come from? Just yeah. the language. It, it exists. It's out there. Okay. I know some Italian people. It's like they spoke it. It seemed, you know, pretty mm-hmm. valid. Um, I really, actually, truly would love to know French. I wish I could speak French. It's such a beautiful language it's to me. It's gorgeous. Um, I just got back from Vietnam. 
Oh, and oh yeah, you were on like a family vacation. Was that what yeah. it was? Yeah, family, how was I went that? to Vietnam and Thailand, and it was really cool. I've never been in that area of the world. At Me all. either. It was like it was like that Edinburgh decision last mm-hmm. year. It's just like you know what? I'm am I living my life? I need a wake up call, and then I'm like, this will kick me in the pants, and like I can get out of L.A. and the day to days, and yeah. then like. Yeah, the day-to-days of, of Vietnamese people are crazy. In what way? Well, they just sit on the street and they chatter and they talk right. and they com- communicate with each other. It's great. They have actual human experiences yeah, with each other. Yeah, and there's just like in, in every shop, every shop just kind of opens up one of the walls. There's just not a wall and then you just walk in and there's no air conditioning and then the family that runs the whatever they're uh-huh. selling lives on top of the shop. And so oh. they just stay there. That's their hub. Wow. For generations. And it's great because there's like literally not a wall to… Metaphorically to s- and literally. Yes. Whoa. Yes. It's great. So you just walk right in and talk with them. And you went with your siblings? Yeah. My brother and my cousin and my brother's girlfriend. Fun. Yeah. Were there any shenanigans that happened? Any like tales to tell of the vacation? Oh gosh. I think I just immediately turned into the worst version of myself <laughs> because it was just like rice. It was like a lot of oh. rice because their portions are so small. Right. Um, so it was just, I just. Their portions uh, yeah. are normal size. <laughs> well, yeah, normal for the rest of the world. Yeah. So yeah, I lost like five pounds. Whoa. Over the three but, like, weeks. like unintentionally, just based on their culture. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, it's great. It's like, why are Americans so fat? It's just, we just eat a lot. That's yeah. all. Applebee's tells us that this is a normal serving size. And exactly. You're like, no, this feeds a family of six. So. <laughs> <laughs> yes, literally that. You were yeah. there for three weeks? I was. I, I wish I had stories about it. Let's see. Well, what's the um what was the communication like cuz I you know I've traveled a lot and when I first graduated college a guy I was dating at the time we backpacked through Europe for three and a what? half weeks super fun, fun super like I like romanticized in my brain but then the actuality of like being in Europe and having language barriers and not really like studying up on anything before leaving made it kind of like a bad time uh, in hindsight. They Like this was difficult. It was really like difficult. And I was also yeah. very like type A at that time of like wanting everything to be the most fun and mm-hmm. easiest thing. Uh, and so now I like love traveling internationally, but I get so nervous about language barriers and I feel like guilty for not knowing the language that everyone is speaking. Yeah. Did you have any situations like that or a was it you? Pretty- I mean, my brother's girlfriend is Vietnamese, so she oh. spoke the language, well, which you- was great. Amazing. Yeah. And then my brother, he went, okay, so he taught English in, in Vietnam for okay. like six or seven months of his life. Wow. And like, he was just the king of Vietnam for a while. <laughs> and he would just, he would like just. self-proclaimed? Or- yeah. Yeah, self-proclaimed because he got a Tinder account and uh-huh. and a lot of uh, Vietnamese people like uh, Americans over there because they associate it with like money. Oh, and, like, interesting. And, and you can be, you can like, yeah. So, so, it, so I they, don't know if that's racist. That's not racist. No, it's just cold. I mean, it's, it's just cultural, people wanting right. to be with other so, people. So my brother, uh-huh. he's not the most mature person. So he was finally desirable. <laughs> was he basically. older or younger than you? Older. Older. Okay. Older. And so he, he just slept his way all over Vietnam. <laughs> And so all all of our contacts in Vietnam were just like Tinder girls. dates. <laughs> yes, and it was this awkward thing where it's like his girlfriend's right there, and uh, that's amazing. It was horrifying, really. And yeah, it was bad. <laughs> it was bad. So yeah, I, I just met all the all the girls, and I looked in their eyes, and we had conversations. <laughs> but like deep down, I knew what went on. It was bad. It, yeah, you looked. You're like. 
he never called you back. Um, <laughs> right. And here we are. With, right, right, right. And he's thriving in his new relationship yeah, with yeah. a girl that's probably really similar to you, but just not you. <laughs> Absolutely. Wow. Wow. Yeah. The layers of that vacation must have been so It was strange. so bizarre. It was really bizarre. My cousin's like a frat boy, but he's also going to save lives, but with his do- like doctor's a- degree oh, and all wow. that. What a dichotomy there. Yeah, it was like a little, yeah, it was a little fun. It could be a sitcom. That sounds pretty great. Did it, uh, are there places that are on like your short list that you want to travel to? Yeah, I want to go to Europe. I want to go all over the place. In Europe. <laughs> so that's that. but you last year you were you were mentioning you were telling me about this before the podcast that you were in Edinburgh for a month. It doing, was a month, yeah. Doing twenty five shows. It was twenty five shows in Edinburgh. They convert the entire city into a venue. It's like everywhere's for the a French venue festival. for the French festival. Okay. Yeah. So I did that right out of college because I was that's like having a crisis. <laughs> I, I I didn't know what I wanted to do. I Which didn't is know normal. Why. So normal. It so was. Yeah. And then I did the most like not normal thing by saying I can do an hour-long show every night uh, with all my YouTube content. And that, then for I 25 did it. days straight. Yeah, and that's what you do at the Fringe. Ooh. I got one day off in the middle of it where I didn't have to do a show that day. But every other day was a show. And it was that's an crazy. hour of me singing and talking and, and joking. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it was That was hard, yeah. That gives me anxiety just hearing about that experience. Yeah. But I'm sure it's like I, afterwards you must feel this like sense of success. Like mm-hmm. you— accomplish this task that you were setting out to do. Right. Yeah. I felt I felt very proud of what I did. That's good. And and also like, man, I'm glad that I don't ever want to do that again in that way. <laughs> I think that's an important lesson to learn for yourself. It, it is, is. That like 25 days straight of an hour long one man show might mm-hmm. not be like in my, you know, future for myself. Yeah. I important. wouldn't recommend it for anyone. Here's a question for you. Who is a person you'd most want to be the backup dancer for? Mm. Do you have musicians that are like your top, top? Yeah, none of them have dancers though. They're all like singer songwriters and but they that do could their be own. the best people to be backup dancers. <gasps> there for. we go. There we go. So well, who yeah. Are some of your, like, I ran favorites? into you at a Ben Folds concert. Oh, and it was the best. It was it the was best. One that was the best show. And I'm like wildly obsessed with Ben Folds. Yeah, me too. He's just one of those other people that I'm like, please just like me. Like just mm. validate that I'm like good enough to be around you maybe for like a second. Yeah. He like writes such good music, but mm-hmm. also like it just comes through that he's a person. And yes. with problems and all that. Right. And it's like, wow, this he's, is great. He's pretty openly flawed in mm-hmm. some ways. And yeah. you kind of appreciate the honesty there. But you're like, you're also just like making art and relating to people on their flaws. And that's yeah. really great. And also Kesha showed up at yeah, the end Kesha of it. Yeah, Kesha was there. Which I had no idea. And I had no idea that I liked Kesha as much as like <laughs> my body just started. Yeah. I literally just started screaming on Snapchat. And I have never, <laughs> ever, ever said that like Kesha's one of my favorites. He brought Kesha out and I just started going, ah, it's Kesha. <laughs> <laughs> I lost my fucking mind. Right. I think it's because it's like once Ben Fold says Kesha, you're like, she's main, she's cool. <laughs> she's suddenly like, yeah. She's awesome. I loved her. It was so great. And then, yeah, we were leaving and I saw you in the stairwell. You were like, hey, and I, we we're both like, hi, what's up? And then you're like, I, I just ran away from my date. I don't know where I'm going. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I was like, this is the sweetest human. Um, but that I never see, I don't go to shows very much too, which is also mm-hmm. probably why I had that visceral reaction to catch Maybe. <laughs> it's like you don't know how to react. <laughs> no, I don't know what the like normal decorum is at a concert. So I'm just like, he announced a surprise guest. I'm supposed to lose my shit, right? Yeah. Okay, let's do that. God, that's so funny. 
Um, <laughs> is there anyone that you've seen recently that you've been like, that was a goal and a dream and amazing? Oh, gosh. I saw Taylor Swift. Oh, you did? I did. Yeah, I should ask you that question since I don't have an answer. No, it was in another one of those experiences where I was like, I had no idea that I'm in love with Taylor Swift. Oh, and yeah. I learned it through having this like really unexpected religious experience at her concert. Um, and yeah, it turns out I love her. And like, I just, you know, want her to be my best friend, like earnestly and sincerely. Yeah, she's great. Yeah. I like her a lot. Do you remember your first concert experience? Yes. Okay. Well, no. My first concert experience I saw at the age of like, I think it was 12 or 13. Uh-huh. I saw the Phantom of the Opera. Ooh. So that first concert, <laughs> really big. They did have fireworks in that second act finale. Oh. So. <laughs> my first concert experience was Donnie and Marie Osmond. Ooh. Okay. <laughs> was it fun? Um, It was fun watching. It was my stepmother is obsessed with them. And so yeah. she took me and my cousins thinking it was for us when it was for her. Yeah. And so watching her like lose her mind. And we, it was in the, I'm from New Jersey. And it was at Atlantic City in one of the casinos. You knows my cousins and I with my stepmom were eating dinner and when she saw Marie walk into the restaurant next to us before the concert and made my cousin Matt go in and try and get an autograph from her and he was like nine years old she's like see that woman in the white pantsuit go find her and have her sign this napkin that's horrifying yeah so that was a great experience a lot like <laughs> Phantom of the Opera yeah a lot like Phantom of the Opera are you are you big into Broadway and all of that yeah I love Broadway let oh. me some Broadway yeah <laughs> Let's talk. What's your favorite? Do you have a favorite? Oh, I have a few favorites. Okay. Oh, gosh. This is a hard question. I like anything Stephen Sondheim does. Okay. Because he's just a smart, smart man. Uh-huh. And then um, he has a protege that Ooh. wrote Light in the Piazza, which is like a, just a brilliant. It's I've never so, seen it. It's, I'm, I haven't seen it. I only watch like the PBS recording. Okay. Um, but the music is great. It's beautiful. Yeah. I don't even know about the story, but it's like… Yeah. Who cares? Is there any Broadway show that you would want to be in? No. No. <laughs> no. After like doing a month of shows, like, I was like… I'm retired. Yeah. I get such anxiety about performing. And yeah. I didn't… Really? It, like the older I get, the worse it gets oh, to where yeah. like my brain is just tripping itself up. I never do do yeah. shows where I don't forget my own lyrics. Your brain is… Oh, Really? Yeah, my dad has this thing. My dad is a pa- was a pastor. Okay. And so he would do sermons every every Sunday. But mm-hmm. he also got anxiety like later on. And like mm-hmm. the older he got, the less he liked it because he yeah. would trick himself out. And he would like like pass out sometimes at the pulpit. It was Whoa, serious. Really? So I'm like, that's where I'm going, the trajectory. So <laughs> like I've watched it happen and it'll yeah. happen to me. Yeah. Like so, so relatable. The uh, as you get older, like I used to do improv every single week. Mm-hmm. Now I'm terrified of it. Like yeah. if anyone asks me, like, "Hey, will you like sit in with our team?" No, no, I won't. I won't because <laughs> I just I don't know how to do it anymore. Improv specifically is very scary, especially when like the you know the eyes are on you. Oh yeah. So like you as like an internet personality and a person with who had a TV show and stuff like that. Like you walk into a room and you're a special person, and you can't do improv in that setting. No, yeah, because when I was doing improv in New York, it was when I started doing YouTube, and so. Mm-hmm. After like a year, kids would come to the shows and like be wearing like shirts that were like merch that I was selling. And my comedy world friends had no idea anything about it. And they'd like want to take a photo after the show. And everyone on my team was just so confused by Mm -hmm. it. And so I started to get like embarrassed by this like situation that was like, oh, this pure like comedy realm where it's like anyone just comes to enjoy comedy is now like infiltrated in some way by this like YouTube space thing. Right. But that's why I think Hannah and Mamrie and I have cultivated this show where like 
the sloppiness of it and the forgetfulness of like moments between mm-hmm. us is what is supposed to be enjoyable about it. Oh, that's so cool. we've like built in this huge buffer for ourselves of like fucking up constantly. Yeah. Are, are you talking about your live show? Yeah, yeah. no filter that yeah. we we do from time to time, and but like this like insanely scripted stuff, and like when people do music, it's impressive to me because I. I can't even do karaoke without like reading every line of every word yeah. for the song because I don't remember that kind of thing. Right. So I would, um, I, yeah. Not I thought your, but I thought your roast yourself was so funny. Thank I thought you. it was the best. Um, I kind of got embarrassed by it afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> Have Why? you done a roast yourself? I'm working on one, but Are yeah, you? I'm. It's like I get so in my head, and I'm. Yeah. I'm like I'm too self aware at this point to where it's like an inception well, moment. The thing that's so impressive about you to me is one, your just your style and your ideas for everything. The whole Disney princesses like afterwards mm-hmm. idea is like so brilliant to me. Which, if you guys haven't seen, you do this whole like thing about the Disney princesses, yeah. like what is really going on with these women, right, right, right. And I thought I was like, God, this is so good. But you release like four videos a year, yeah. And so I feel like I've given myself this leeway of just churning out shit, knowing like not all of them are going to be winners, sure. And so that that must be like a lot of pressure in between all those videos. It is a lot of pressure. Yeah. I don't. I don't. I didn't realize what I what I'd cultivated by doing sure. it that way, and I didn't think about a strategy. I was like, it's just if I spend long enough on it, people will enjoy it. Right, and then, and it, but it yeah. has like that's true because you create really quality, fun stuff. Yeah, but are you trying to do more now? Yeah, I moved to LA a, a year ago, mm-hmm. and then I got a manager, and I got some agents, and I did the full <laughs> thing, and I got depressed, and it's like I'm <laughs> going through the motions. So. You're doing the trajectory. Yeah, just tick them, ticking them off. Exactly. So everybody's like, you got to make more things if you want to be a premier YouTuber, and if Ugh. you want to get into this thing, you got to make this amount, and then I'm doing sponsorship. Ships now it is a little silly yeah um and so but now i'm like if uh, it, it kind of pays the bills while sure. i do these other things that i'm looking towards but now you're collaborating and like you're working with people that yeah like can help out so you don't have to do every single part of it exactly exactly like the the whole point of of uh like increasing productivity and and uh how much you make like being a little more prolific mm-hmm. like the whole point of that is so you can make more money to pay more people to do what you <laughs> envision <laughs> It's great. When you don't have to do every level of production, it's it's very freeing. How motivating. Yeah. Um, here's an important question. Oh, because you you like you like Disney, I assume. Yeah, I love it. Is there a character, a Disney character that you like hate? They're like, this is the worst one. Oh, the worst character? Or someone that you're just like annoyed by. Not a huge fan of uh the raccoon in Pocahontas. <laughs> <laughs> you know? <laughs> I just think it's a throwaway. It's cheap. I don't like it. Yeah. <laughs> That's more amazing than I actually <laughs> imagined your answer would be. Oh, good. Uh, I don't, yeah. It's, Disney is something that I did not grow up, um, like, being a huge fan of. Sure. And I respect everything about it. But yeah. I know nothing about it, so it kind of intimidates me. Do you go to Disney World and do that whole thing? I do. But okay. I did. I hadn't gone to Disney World until like last year because the money. I didn't have any it's of the money. It's so expensive. Yeah. You have, Disney World is like the Caymans or something. <laughs> like like for children. You got to really save up for a Cayman while. Cayman Islands for children. Yeah. It really. It's like you got to, you really got to prep. Yeah. In order to, you got to save up for the whole year. And my family never did that. 
No, we went to Disney. Disney World is in Florida, oh, yeah. right? Yeah, we yeah. went there once growing up with my family. And that was like our one like childhood vacation because it's so expensive. Yeah. I was like, here we go. Enjoy this. It's only happening did, once. Did you enjoy it? Um, It's fine. I, the theme parks like that, there's just so many people. Mm. And it's one of those things that you really have to be in a positive mindset because you look around and like everyone looks miserable. <laughs> and you're like, none of you have to be here. That's so true. Yeah. It's like a, a lot of it's about who you're with. Too. Right. Exactly. I got, I got along really well with my family. So we would do any we would do anything. Humble and brag. I felt great. Yeah. yeah sorry. <laughs> <laughs> well, you and Tim must get along. Oh, yeah. I love, I Tim. love him. He's great. He loves you, by the way. No, he oh, doesn't. spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Yeah. Get real. He I like I like read into a tweet he tweeted one time <laughs> to me and I was like you you're either making a joke or you're making fun of me and that's the joke he negs people all the time okay good he's one of those <laughs> when tim gets drunk he does this thing where he gets really close to your face and he just <laughs> pokes you in the face <laughs> <laughs> and he goes no also because he's deaf in one ear so he has to be close to like hear you when you're talking and so when he's drunk he just does this thing where he just goes <laughs> you talking to me are you talking to me? And he'll just poke you in the face till you're like, fuck off. Oh, I love Actually, that. Actually, fuck off. And he goes, someone seems upset. And I'll just keep poking you. That's, oh, that's great. Yeah, so he does that also like digitally with people a lot. Oh, so good, good. It's all a sign of like love. And Sweet. Sweat. Yeah, that's how I interpret it. Um, here's a question. Do you, oh, who do you stalk most online? Like, do you have people online that, because I have a new one that I'm going to announce today. It's Grant. No, I shouldn't announce it. Too late. Grant, I don't know. Just kidding. Granted, uh, that was a very <laughs> interesting. <laughs> no, I recently got obsessed with this the actor. And Grant Gustin? I don't know. <laughs> I only, <laughs> sorry. I only know two Grants and the other one's my cousin. Oh, yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> it's not your cousin. Okay, yeah. Um, yeah, and I like went deep into the internet stalking. Of he's this great. Uh, I know. Well, he did Glee in the Flash. Yeah. Okay. He's a he's doing a lot with his life. So like maybe one day he'll notice that I'm also doing a lot with my life. And yeah. like, together we could probably do like a lot. I don't know. Damn, that's a power couple. <sighs> oh I'm into my God. it. And our ship name would just be Grant. <laughs> oh man that's power right I like it um, do you have yeah. any of those going oh, on oh gosh <laughs> uh, do I I really this is the problem with being in Los Angeles is you obsess with people and then yeah. you meet them oh all yeah all the time and it happens to me consistently they say don't meet your heroes right my yeah. manager's really connected and so I'm like mm, I'm really huge into Grace Helbig she's like oh Grace <laughs> let me tell you about her she's great and then like you guys and then you're here meet. and you're like she's actually a monster <laughs> I no, no, you're great. Like nobody's ever not lived up to the hype because the hype is such a, uh, uh, an impossible thing to ever live up to yeah. that like you forget all of it once you actually meet and have to talk to the person. Totally, totally. I'm going to tell you a story. Please okay, do. And okay. I'm sorry for it before I even begin. Oh no. <laughs> Jack's favorite stories begin this yeah. way. Well, it's just, yes, it's yes. not even, I, I was com- contemplating it on the drive here and mm-hmm. then I was like, you know what? Nothing bad could happen from this. We're good okay. friends now. Yes. Um, so, yeah. So, a few VidCons ago, uh-huh. um, I met you for the first time um, backstage or something. And yeah. you were very pretty and tall. And oh, it was wow. great. 
Yeah. That's very and then um, and then I got back to my hotel with my old girlfriend, and we were just like, "Yeah, Grace is pretty great. This was this was a lot of fun." Aww. And I met a few other people that I really respected. And then like I heard my neighbors come in uh, at uh-huh. the hotel, and it was it was you, Uh-oh. and it was Hannah. Oh God! And it was Mamrie, and like a few other people, and and me and my girlfriend just sat in silence and listened <laughs> to you guys talk. Oh my God! Is that not the sh- the the shadiest? Shit. Were we awful? No, it was like, it was just 10 minutes. You were talking about like laughing together and it was… It was probably (laughs) awful. That my whole insides like just… All dissolved into no, dust. No, 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 no. I, I mean, it was like muffled. It was like, it was, yeah. <laughs> You're like, I don't know. We put cups up to the wall. We I mean, like, <laughs> we didn't what go to some of the best yards. things you've heard. <laughs> um, there, there was an entire story about diarrhea in that like about right. in the Arctic or something. All on so, brand. Or okay. somebody was like in a river and they had to the right. diarrhea in the river, and that's what I took away from it. Oh, it might have been after Hey USA. Mamrie <gasps> yes, and I went to Alaska, and Mamrie was so hung over one morning and also like <laughs> might have had food poisoning oh, that's and we funny. had to pull it's I took a video of it and didn't make the cut of the episode we had to pull we were going like trout fishing <laughs> that morning yeah. of course and so we had like bad Thai food or something and so like that morning we're in our like 16 passenger van going to the set and she had to stop and like she just puked out of the van oh, no. and then we got there and it's like great let's hold dead carcasses of trout for an hour right oh, now no. <laughs> yeah it was tough wow that was it I yeah, hope I didn't see, say anything awful. You, honestly, honestly, it was like more about me than it was about you. <laughs> so it's okay. Yeah. But I've also had those moments where you, especially because the internet, it's so intimate that you feel like you really know someone. Sure. So you feel like, oh, like I would really get along with that person, I think. Yeah. And like the first time I met the Vlogbrothers mm. at VidCon years ago, I was so incredibly nervous to meet John that I was at like the first night mixer with all the creators and just someone comes over to me and like, John Green wants to meet you. And I was like, <laughs> oh my God, like this is my moment. There but like, oh is. my God, I would have worn something different. I didn't know. I yeah. don't know. And I just wanted to be like, just be yourself. Just be yourself. Yeah. And then you're like, who am I to be myself? Oh, it, it makes you crazy. Yeah, which version do you want to be? Right. And yeah. then when I met him, it was just like easy because he's nice and he's yeah. exactly how he is on the internet in real life. And you're like, God, this is what's awesome when you meet people and they are exactly how you hope they are. Right. And you're just like, oh, God, cool people are just so great sometimes. Yeah. I get I get insanely, like I fear silence so much because I'm like, well, if they can't. Oh, like, in conversation? Yeah, if, like if there's no silence, they can't judge me. You oh, know? Yeah. You just don't give, don't give them the time to do that. So, so like, just talk over them. The right, exactly. <laughs> I met John Green in a in a elevator, and then I just it was the day of his movie release. Oh God, of the second one. Wow. Um, so I just talked to him about like how much I knew about him on accident. <laughs> he was like, "Well, you're not wrong." And then the the doors opened, and he left. And then I just realized like he met himself. <laughs> like practically, <laughs> that it was happened. bad. I was in an elevator once with Steve Carell. Oh, yeah. I had that. It was like me and him and like one other person. That person got off the elevator and then it was just me and him. And I had that moment of like, do I do I even like broach this? Mm-hmm. Like he's looking down clearly not trying to like be a person in the world right now. And I was like, oh, God, do I do this? Do I do this? What do I do? What do I do? Because like in my head, I'm already like attempting the conversation and like managing how it would actually go. Yeah. And then be like, I wouldn't 
I don't know. I don't want to meet him like this. Mm-hmm. And then we ended up like going out of the elevator, out of this hotel. And then we had to go in the same direction, which <gasps> like was no. so frustrating. So I was like, I look, I'm just following him and I'm sure he might have like any, you know, when you're yeah. at that level of like celebrity, you probably have that weird like the awareness. Yeah. yeah. And so I'm like, I just, I, but I need to get to this subway station and I don't want to like purposely walk around the block <laughs> just so I see him for a second. Yeah. Like I'm not following him, but yeah, I never um, introduced myself. He's a huge fan of the podcast, so he'll hear oh, this really? story. Oh, really? Good. We, I, I, every celebrity shares a big fan of the podcast. It's really great. Um, we're going to take a break in one second, but before we do, I'm going to ask you two questions that I ask every single guest oh, sweet. on the podcast. Sweet. And the first question is, who in the world, alive or dead, would you most want to throw cold spaghetti at? Mm-hmm. Probably Winston Churchill. Whoa, okay. Yeah. <laughs> He said, have you ever seen like a statue of him or pictures of him? You know what he I looks like. I can't picture it in my head right now. He's like a English he's a Mario. Little, he's a little stout. He's like Humpty Dumpty, but as like an adult. Yeah, human. yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, that it, seems like mm-hmm. a great one. Yeah, so it's just the, the image of him getting hit with that <laughs> spaghetti. That's great. And he has like a big booming voice and he's like, uh, so he would he's like, an icon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's always great to bring your icons down a peg by just throwing cold spaghetti yeah, at their yeah, face. Yeah. <laughs> okay, and the other question I ask every guest is to tell us your worst pants shitting story, but you can only use three words or three small phrases. Okay. So, like, for example, mine is college jogging front lawn. <laughs> yeah. That's great. <laughs> pants shitting. Or close mm. call. Because we've had some guests that have been like, I've never shit my pants. And I'm like, well, you should get the fuck out right now. Yeah. But <laughs> um, and, or it can be like uh, pissing your pants. Oh, just sure, sort of sure, like sure. Yeah. Bathroom accident. Um, beach. Okay. It was, a, it was a few days, so I'm trying to keep. <laughs> <laughs> so I try to think of. Yeah, there's a beach involved. Um, uh, uh, girlfriend. Okay. And um, candy. <laughs> I, Candy? Yeah, I'm not. See, I'm I'm like supposed to be an improviser, but that's what you get. That yeah. I mean, that paints a picture. I <laughs> see an image, but no follow up questions. Oh, uh, good. Uh, yeah. Um, on that imagery, we're gonna take a quick break and be right back with your questions for John Kozar on Not Too Deep. We'll be right back. All right. Not too deep. Not too deep. We're back. We're back. We are back. We're back. We're back. With more of John Cozart. Uh, your Twitter handle isn't Twitter handle isn't paint anymore. It's no, John no, no. Cozart. Just John Cozart. Why was it paint? Um, um my YouTube channel is paint. Uh, okay. my, my brother signed up for it in 2005. Signed up for YouTube. In for YouTube in 2005 and signed up for the username paint because he played paintball. And this oh. was before, I mean, nobody was on YouTube. No, I remember nobody. you were the first person that followed me on Twitter that was like, had a sizable account that I was like, who is this person? Really? Why is he following me on Twitter? Oh my God, this person that's like, and then I watched a bunch of your videos and I was reading your tweets. I was like, why does he like me? Why is he following? Like I was so weirded was, out and blown away. I remember I put you in my little box. Yeah. The side box thing. Yeah, I saw that because you followed me on Twitter and I got some notification somehow because yeah. I was like just figuring out Twitter 
And I was like, who is this person? That's bizarre. Yeah. And then like, then you listen to me talk at VidCon. And <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And then the rest is history. And the rest huh? is history. Yeah. Um, but so it was paint because your brother loved paintball. He loved paintball. And then he gifted it to me. after. <laughs> I, I had a few channels before that. My channel right before paint was theatrical. Oh, yeah. Which is just the, the best. That's the yeah. best. That was, I was just, I had no idea in high school. I was like, this is what's, I know what'll make me cooler. Oh, yeah. And then like putting the name cool with theatrical. It's like, you're an idiot. But does anyone have that now? Yeah, I don't know. There's a few tumblers with like the, the that, real like the deep real dive deep tumblers. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. But then I, he was like, once you get a thousand subscribers on there, I'll give you my channel. Because back <laughs> then you couldn't change. Like it wasn't your name. First right. and last. It was like right, right, your right. username made or break, break Oh no, you. my uh, YouTube channel, it's now Grace Helbig. Mm-hmm. But it was originally Gracie H in a box. <laughs> because in 10th grade, my friend Emily Debon called me. Um, I was sitting in a cardboard box in our biology class for some reason. I don't know why. And she came in and just started going, Gracie H in a box. Great. And that became my AOL instant messenger name. And it became that's everything. Great. I branded myself early yeah, and quickly. That's good. Maybe um, you were like reenacting the animal cell. Because yep. those are like cubish. Yeah, there you go. In biology. Exactly. Uh, I knew it. Does your brother do YouTube as well? <laughs> I'm so sorry. He's like, he's just a parody of himself. He has a YouTube channel, but um, it's like he puts up paintball videos. He also he still plays, loves paintball. Loves paintball. He it's just didn't grow brand. up. Yeah. yeah. Um, he's a Marine. Uh, oh, so, wow. yeah. So he loves paintball. He also watches chess videos and he's trying to make chess videos. He also makes videos okay. where he just walks into my room and he's like, <laughs> hey guys. Rick here. And then I'll still like do like a five minute video like unedited and just completely annoying the shit out of me. And I'm I'm nervous. I'm gonna to, go subscribe. Please this don't. sounds great. So then my manager found it. She was like, Is this your brother? And I'm like, Yes, it is. Don't watch it, please. So I told him that like holy yeah. shit, my manager found this. You have to delete it. And he's like, Okay. And he and deleted he it. He deleted all <gasps> the videos with me in them because those are the ones that had views. He put me in the thumbnail. <laughs> And he's he like, clickbaited you. He absolutely did. And wow. he's like so unapologetic about it. That's and funny. it's so frustrating. And I talk about it in every video. I'm like, oh, you just like, <laughs> and that's what it is. It's just me complaining. It's just getting to see the frustrated side yeah. of John Kozar. It's horrifying. That's and that's so my great. brother. Like, that's a great allegory for a whole relationship. Because you guys live together now. Yeah, we do. That sounds like just constant shenanigans. It, it is. <laughs> yeah. We're just, we couldn't be more different. Uh, but that's People. great. Yeah, it's that makes good. Fun times. Variety is the spice of life. Right? Um, speaking of spices, we have some spicy Twitter questions for you. <laughs> Are you ready oh, for these? I am great ready. Segway. Hey, I'm really good at segues. <laughs> um, someone wants to know, how do you feel about hair on toes? Uh, huge fan. Huge fan. I think anything that like um, that sort of connects me to the roots of, of the species <laughs> is good. So we used to be covered in the hair. So That's true. Yeah. <laughs> what an honest, beautiful answer. Um, someone wants to know, what is your favorite highlighter color? Like stationary highlighters. Uh, the blue. Blue. Mm-hmm. Okay. I also like I blue. never used highlighters. There was this like freshman speaker uh-huh. uh, at, at college and he was like trying to pump all the freshmen up. And he's like, <laughs> who have you bought new? Did Who bought new highlighters? And all of us are like, me. And he's like, throw them away. <laughs> 
this is a, a place of learning. And so all of us were like really pumped to get rid of the highlighters. It was like burn your bra moment. So yeah, we got rid of them and I haven't looked back. God, Texas is so hilarious. Right? It's a weird place. Yeah. Um, so I want to know, how do you feel about ducks? Ducks? Yeah. Uh, I'm okay on the females, but the males, you know how they have sex? No, I don't. They, it's well, it's not a pretty thing to talk about, but it's like <laughs> actually they just they rape the That's women. That's the same with dolphins. Really? Yeah, dolphins just rape each other constantly. Apparently, yeah. like Mother Nature is fucked up. Yeah, it's like just it's just because it's efficient doesn't yeah. mean it's like great. <laughs> So, but that's like, you know, natural that's selection true. doesn't wait. Yikes. Um, are there animals that, are you like, uh, do you have animals that you, I follow a ton of French bulldogs on Instagram. So I have a very cool. like sweet spot for like dogs in general. Are there animals that you love? Uh, yeah. Okay. Huge whale guy. <laughs> I really do love whales. God, you remind me so much of my brother in like oh, the gosh. best ways possible. Yeah. I, I No, I like them. There was just this thing. That I read that these, I think it was beluga whales, uh-huh. actually save seals. It's humpback whales. Humpback whales. And they yeah. save orcas. Or they like, they fend, they fight orcas to like save seals. Yeah. I saw the whole thing. Yeah. It was amazing. Oh, so uplifting. It's really cool. I hope it's true. It absolutely, well, well, it, it might still be like, it's not figuring purely it altruistic. Right, right. But they're still saving these little animals because it, the, obviously they're natural predators, the the, the orcas right. and everyone else. But so it was it's like, kind of an amazing story to read. Yeah. It's like, um, it's basically like Mother Nature fending off, like fighting off the bullies of the system. Yes. And yeah. it made me so happy. Yeah. So you're a whale guy. Huge whale guy. Have yeah. you gone whale watching and done all that? No, 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 no. You I haven't done that. Uh, is that like you don't want to meet your heroes? Like, exactly. You know? <laughs> <laughs> totally. Yeah. Got it. I just like the only time I saw a whale was at SeaWorld. And then after oh, that, yeah. it's just, I can't do yeah, it. Yeah. That's a tough Blackfish situation. Blackfish just messed me up. I haven't watched it because I know it's just don't. Do, yeah. Like, you know, you already know it's terrible. Yeah. Just don't. Yeah, exactly. Don't subject yourself. Um, someone wants to know, what are you wearing right now? Um, I. <laughs> well, he is fully dressed. I, uh, I've got clothes to the on. <laughs> yeah. Um, Sarah, the, my, the manager character in this, yeah. uh, I, I, I requested if, if she would, if she would like go uh, and shop with me. Oh yeah. She's so stylish. Fashion icon. Yeah. She's really good. She really is. So I was like, can you reinvent me? Cause like I, I've got a lot of Pokemon. And then you like cue the makeover montage. Seriously. Yes. And I was like, but not too expensive. And she was like, okay, I know, I know what we're going to do. And so that's what I'm wearing. She got me this shirt that, that like it. It looks like I rolled the sleeves up, but they rolled and they they're sewn that way. <laughs> but also, there's like I just haven't fully tanned out of the old ugly shirts sure, yet, so sure, I still sure. have like a little patch of not tan. No, it's great. You're unapologetically yourself. Yeah, it's very exactly. Approachable, relatable, accessible. Mm-hmm. Had I remembered that, I would have had makeup on it. But <laughs> you know, um, someone wants to know who do you think would win in a fight, you or Mitchell Davis? Mitchell. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I think Mitchell. <laughs> Absolutely. Like- I feel like at any moment he might fight me. <laughs> it's weird. No, I think you guys would honestly be the best of friends forever. Maybe. He, you have a lot of similarities. Um, I think Mitchell fights with just like clouds of anxiety. Really? Every time he was on the podcast a couple of days ago with us, and I bring him back like all the time. Yeah. Because he just is so like he. The first time he was on the podcast, I think he's like deeply scarred. Um, we did this like challenge game with him and we didn't tell him anything that was happening. We just like turned the cameras on and then explained the challenge. Oh, we did gosh. it. And so now I think every time he comes here, he's just 
highly concerned that there's going to be a surprise that happens not in his favor. Um, yeah, and that's so- <laughs> like all of Ellen's guests. Yeah, exactly. She seems so like friendly and nice, mm-hmm. and then she just like uh, no, just ruthless, <laughs> really. <laughs> Behind the the eyes a little bit. Is there um, a person in like the world that of entertainment or wh- wherever mm-hmm. that is someone that you'd want to meet that you haven't met yet? Yeah, yeah. I want to meet Ian McKellen. Really? Sir Ian, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> He's a big fan of the podcast. So yeah, big, you. Oh, cool. <laughs> hey, sir. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm like a huge fan he of him. He seems pretty great. Yeah, I just watched like the 1970s filmed version of uh, Mac- Oops, Macbeth? The, the Scottish play. Is this a theater? No, I think, oh, I think we're okay. <laughs> this is a studio, so Sweet. it's a theater. So. Yeah, <laughs> nothing in you, LA you know, counts. You know about the… Uh, Curse of Macbeth, right, Grace? No. Oh, that you can't say it out loud in a theater? Yeah, yeah unless you're like, performing it. Right. It's bad luck. Oh, so it's like the Voldemort of like theater plays. Right. Got or it. Or the, the thrice Beetlejuice. Oh, right, right, yeah. right. Um, no, this is not a thea- theater. Okay, yeah, cool. We're, yeah. we're, we're in the clear, I think. So you can say Macbeth. All right, sweet. Yeah, anyways, I watched it. It creeped me out, Macbeth. But they, he was great? Yeah, him and Judy Dinch just killing it. Whoa. And she lets out a scream, act five. Oh. Holy shit. It'll chill you to the bone. But you got to get wait. through the first two hours of Shakespeare, which can be a little <laughs> tedious. But but it's worth it for the, for the end. <laughs> for the scream. Yeah. For that scream. Yeah, um, act so- five of the tragedies. Anyways, yeah, any of those. Just start at act five. Man, I want now I want a podcast hosted by you and Sir E. McKellen. I feel like that would be a really enjoyable situation. I know. I just know a lot about him. So it would be a, it, would, it would be great. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I want to know your favorite type of french fry. Uh, really? Yeah. I love french fries. Um, oh, like sweet potato fries or curly fries. Any of them. Do you have a favorite french fry? Waffle fries. E- okay, waffle fries. Yeah. I do lo- oh, yeah. Oh, shoot. Now there's a whole variety when I feel you really like think I, about it. Do you gosh. have a favorite food? Let's start there. Oh, yeah, sure. Okay. <laughs> of course I do, but I'm totally stumped. Right? Yeah, yeah. This one well, gets me. You said me. you love tacos. I'm a and huge tie. Yeah. tacos. I I'll go with ribs. I like baby back Ooh. ribs. I started that when I was young, and it was like a delicacy that we would go. We would go to Outback Steakhouse, yeah. which used to be the shit. Oh yeah. And now it's sort of like they go. They've gone more the Chili's route. Yeah, yeah. We talked a lot about. I've worked at like every chain restaurant. Really? Yeah, but I didn't work at Outback Steakhouse. Um, Cheesecake Factory was always the goal. Never worked there. Mm. Um, that was the one that everyone. I worked at Olive Garden. Everyone at Olive Garden was like training to try and get hired by Cheesecake Factory. No way! Yeah. Cheesecake Factory is the bomb. Now. It's pretty great. But um, also, like, you just have to be skilled to know the entire menu. The men- and no one knows it. They all cheat on their test to become a server, so no one actually knows the menu. Interesting. I mean, some people probably do. Uh, but yeah, Outback Steakhouse when I was younger was like fine dining. It like, was. That's where if you got all A's, like maybe you would go to Outback Steakhouse. That is so true. Yeah. Not, Wait, red, would, lo- not red Lobster? Red mm. Lobster. My mom didn't like fish, so we didn't do the oh. Red Lobster route. I almost got hired at Red Lobster. It didn't work out. <laughs> Instead, I got Olive Garden owned oh. by the same company. Red Lobster was like a big Sunday lunch. Like we would go to church oh, and then go to Red Lobster. Mm-hmm. And then every time we'd pass by one that was crowded, my dad would be like, oh, we didn't beat the Baptists today. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh gosh. That's amazing. Yeah, so we would Those have Cheddar to... Bay biscuits though. I mean, yeah, it's good stuff. And now Book, like Beyonce is a huge fan. Like, oh right. It's all there. They're 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 what I'm saying audience, but like their patronage went up twenty five percent after she really? released that song. I know everyone got upset that they they took it like they took twenty four hours to tweet about the fact that they got recognized gosh. in and they their tweet was something similar to yeah, how about those Cheddar Bay biscuits, Beyonce? And everyone was like, really, Red Lobster? You got to fire whoever is doing your social media. Yeah, when you have like a writer's room for your tweets, it's just like… And you're a chain restaurant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like the Hillary stuff. Um, What's your like… Do you have a chain restaurant that's like number one? Um… I love Chili's. Chili's is yeah. the one. It's the one. And they've really classed up. <laughs> so it's like, I think them, like Chili's and Outback are going to meet in the middle. And I'm okay oh, yeah. with it. I'm it's, really okay. Yeah. I always wonder what Australians think of Outback Steakhouse. Like, oh, yeah. Because they're probably like, we don't eat any of the food that they have yeah. on that menu. I had, I had ribs in Australia. Uh-huh. That was my first YouTube convention was this Australian thing. Oh, cool. And, um… Yeah, but I still had crippling anxiety, so I couldn't talk to anybody. <laughs> I stayed in the hotel and ordered room service, barbecue, and it was the worst. Really? Yeah, so it's— I believe it. Yeah, it was the worst. Um, but also staying in a hotel room and ordering room service is like my favorite hobby mm. of all time. It's pretty great. Oh, this is interesting. Someone says, if you could make up your own holiday, what would it be? Oh, that's a good one. Are you a holiday person? Oh, yeah, I love holidays. You like I'm celebrating and like dressing up and decorating? Mm-hmm. Do you yeah. have a favorite holiday that exists already? I'm a big, uh, I'm a big Christmas guy. I like yeah. Christmas. That's a good one. That's a good one. Yeah, I didn't realize what a big deal Halloween was in college, and I hate dressing up because it's like I, I either really? go full, yeah, full scale or okay. nothing because anything <laughs> in between is a waste of time. Yeah, that's true. So uh, yeah, three hole punch gym kind of stuff <laughs> until. But then last year I did like a couple's uh, Halloween where uh-huh. I was Bert from. Mary Poppins and my girlfriend was was the Mary Poppins and it was the most wonderful day of my life. Really? Yeah, everyone was like, you look so good. You're so <laughs> cute. And it's like, that's like the one time you're kind of excited that yeah. you, you're a couple. But that's also like why girls… <laughs> 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 I mean, like, yeah, 80% of, like, getting in relationships is, like, trying to figure out your Halloween costume. Yes. You know, like, how it's are you going to capitalize on these pictures of <laughs> mm-hmm. this day? Mm-hmm. Um, do you have any Halloween costumes that were your favorite growing up or any re- memories of them? Yeah, I had this skull uh-huh. that you would put and then the rest of the, your, your you were covered in black. Okay. So it's only the skulls floating around. <laughs> but then, like, there was this, like, advanced… Uh, mechanism where it would like the tube went down to your hand and you squeeze uh-huh. this thing and blood trickles down what? the skull. Yeah, and so every time I'd go to the door, um, <laughs> I was like, of course, with like four other people that were all in like normie costumes, yeah. <laughs> and then I would press the blood button, and then immediately the person would be like, "Whoa!" So it was like ultimate attention seeking. <laughs> like as a child, that but was what yeah, was the, the best. Blo- like what was the actual? Bl- was it like? Fake blood that was actually- yeah, it was fake blood. Sorry, yeah, it was like a plastic thing on top of the, the skull. Okay, so none of the blood like seeped out or anything into your face and until eyes. it did because you know <laughs> those, those things are like made very cheaply yeah, by yeah. by little hands somewhere. So it's like it's gonna break. The um, so if you could now develop your own holiday, 
what do you think that would look like? Oh, yeah. Well, I've been talking about mediating a lot. So okay. uh, something in in February okay. to counteract the— The, um, the love Yeah, the love happens. fest uh-huh. is like a meet day. Oh, mm-hmm. that's interesting. Like meet someone new kind of day? Yes. Okay. Because there is—I'm not a—Valentine's Day to me is fairly dumb. Yeah. And lots of pressure. And now Valentine's, like the joke of Valentine's, I think has become more of the holiday than actually Valentine's. You're right. Valentine's Day has become the day that everyone hates Valentine's Day. (laughs) So it's like, Yeah, it's like the day that Chili's is filled up. So it's like, what am I going to do with today? Oh, trust me. My first like real Valentine's Day date was at a macaroni grill in New Jersey. No way. Yeah. I I, love macaroni grill though. Oh, I loved it so much. I lost my virginity that night. What? Yep. It's in my book. Uh, All right, I'll I'll read that one. (laughs) Someone wants to know, what would you name your pinky toe? And they say, this is important. Okay. (laughs) Um, uh, Start with sir. Because I feel like that's a recurring thing. You want to respect it. Yeah. um, uh, uh, Sir White. Okay. That's a great name. Yeah. I think that's really great. I just think… Like very reservoir dogs in a way. I think I just associated uh, pink with white because we're talking about… Yeah, February. Sure, sure. So I just, yeah, that's where I go. When's your birthday? 26th of April. So what zodiac sign are you? I'm a Taurus. Oh, you're a bull. Mm -hmm. That's like very, isn't that fire? No, that's an earth sign. I think something like that. I'm looking at Jack. Like he knows everything about zodiac. I can can jack check it. Give me a minute. No, I think it's an earth sign. You're very grounded. Jack check? Yeah, he like, he fact checks, he jack checks all That's a Mitchell, Mitchell made that joke at one point. Yeah. And someone on tour gave me a shirt that says jack check. What? Yeah. For real? I took a photo and I sent it to you. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. Yeah. I didn't realize they gave it to you though. Yeah, they gave it to me I think I still have it somewhere I'm not totally sure to be honest I did send the <laughs> photo though um, someone wants to know your opinion on goats goats mm-hmm. there was a tumblr called goats art for really? a long time and they just photoshopped my face onto goats so I'm a huge goat guy now <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like, I didn't realize I could look this good. Exactly. Um, I yeah. love that one video of the goat that's just jumping on all the other goats and knocking them over. <laughs> it's like my favorite. It's Wait, t- where is that? Oh, it's the best. It's a tiny little goat that's like super, super like, you know, the kid that you went to like elementary school with that like definitely should have been given Adderall to like mm, calm down. Right, like it's yeah. that kind of goat. And it's just jumping on other goats and just pushing them over. And they're just not being hurt. They're just like literally falling on their sides. It's pretty great. That's, Highly recommend. That's great. I'm curious about this answer. Sure. What Hogwarts house are you? Mm, I've been having like a real… Are you go- in between? Yeah, I used to be Slytherin all the way. I was like, I'm really? proud. I'm Slytherin. It's who I am. I'll embrace the darkness. <laughs> but it's like the more I thought about it, like the less I wanted to be that, that sure. house. Okay. And, and people do do argue that Slytherin has its redeeming values, but nobody can really point the finger at what they are. <laughs> it's like ambition's a good thing. Like limitless ambition. And it's right. not. It's of course not. It's a terrible… T- and like <laughs> you're never satisfied. Yeah. So uh, so what yeah. do you think? You're what are you in between? You're in between Slytherin. It's, and I think it's Slytherin and Hufflepuff. I'm a Hufflepuff. All right. Yeah. All Have right. you taken the test? Yes. And you got Slytherin. Well, that was when the test would sometimes let you pick, and it was I oh. they got to pick between Slytherin and Hufflepuff. So I was like, all right, go Slytherin. Interesting. But now it's like I made the wrong choice, and I don't <laughs> like hanging out with mean people or really ambitious people either. I. <laughs> 
I just want you to be kind of funny and thoughtful and that's it. Hey, you've come to the right place. I feel like I I? think you have. I've learned that how like kind of the importance of the test um, by Lee Newton. And Mm. she made me take it because she makes like all of her friends take this test because she truly believes in the outcome being representative of that person. Mm -hmm. And she wants to surround herself with like good people. And she's also a Hufflepuff. So it was a very stressful situation of her like giving me these questions on the test. And then she like almost started weeping when she found out that I was a Hufflepuff also. And then I like didn't understand it. But then later on, I was like, yeah, this does make sense that this is like reflective of your psychology in a way. Sort of. But the test is like moon or stars. So it's like, how can you you really surmise anything? In what context? Yeah. Yeah. Have you taken the new one, like North American houses? No, 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 no. I, uh, I took, liver morning or Huffle? yeah, I'm an eerie. What's the? There's one that's like um, yeah, I'm the little gremlin. When I looked at the photo of what the actual thing was, I was like, yeah, that's me. It's literally this gremlin with hair everywhere that looks like it's doing a walk of shame. Oh and no! Like, yeah, there I am in all my glory. Oh gosh, I haven't looked into it, and in, like I stopped. I stopped looking into like the the fairy tale mythology of all these things mm. I was obsessed with for a while because I was like, I gotta learn the mythology of Los Angeles now. <laughs> and so I, I only prioritize understanding this actual place that's completely. Well, shit. there is something called the Myers-Briggs personality <gasps> test. Love it. Have you Huge taken it? Huge Myers-Briggs guy. Me yeah. too. What mm-hmm. are you? I'm an INTJ. Okay. I'm an what? INFP. Okay. Yeah. So we'll have to see if we get along. What's Wait. what's your like thing? What's your, I'm a mediator. The mediator? Like the healer on some websites and That's a mediator. Great. What are you? I hate it because it sounds so pretentious, but they call us the masterminds. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I've seen that. You're just very thoughtful and methodical. I guess so. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, it's like, uh, yeah, it's sort of Macbethian. Um, Now that I'm thinking about it, Uh but it's like ambition versus morality. And then the morality is like only 10%. So it's, um, it's a fascinating test. I like force everyone that I know to take it. Jack and Mel, you have to take it um, in between these two episodes. Will do. Diane took it immediately and you're the um, campaigner. Yeah, you're the campaigner, and Hannah is also the campaigner. Mamrie's the entertainer, of course. Great. You're the, oh, you're the architect. Oh, oh, the architect. That makes sense. That's much better. That but, sounds more like yeah, Inception. But Myers Briggs is kind of like the real, like real world version of like the Sorting Hat. Yes, in a way, because it definitely is reflective of personality. It's like actually legit. Yeah, it's and like everyone. One of, yeah, yeah, everyone that I am friends with that has taken the test. My mom just took it recently. My stepdad just took it. I'm like, yeah, that makes so much sense. And it also just helps you communicate with people. Right. To understand like what they need and want in like situations. Yeah. I think what like like every every Myers-Briggs personality type has mm-hmm. like a blind spot. Totally. And so my blind spot is like social awareness when it oh, comes to like empathy and emotions. <laughs> but it's like something I lean I lean into hard because I know it's a weakness. So That's all I, I I just study it. I read books on empathy. Oh, interesting. I know. I'm not like I'm I don't kill anything. I or, was gonna say you're kind of a serial killer, but yeah, but I'm like I, a fun loving Dexter type. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> I, I am kind of the opposite where I put other people's feelings ahead of my own Mm. and I try hard to make sure everyone else is comfortable and okay and like I'm attracted to chaos in people because I want to like help them 
Oh, gosh. Yeah, I know. That's Look, cool. Uh, You're that's, a fixer. I'm a fixer. I'm going to fix you whether you want it or not. <laughs> it's just like fun. Uh, <laughs> I, have, I have an answer about the uh, well, Taurus is an earth sign. Right. Okay. And mm-hmm. here's some. Um, are you ready? We're going to learn about you right now. Here's, 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 <laughs> these are Taurus, Taurus strengths. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Dependable. Ooh. Persistent. Mm-hmm. Loyal. Mm-hmm. Patient. Ooh. Generous. Does that sound right or completely off? Not completely. You're like off. I'm so selfish. I, <laughs> I've also had the weaknesses. Uh, Here, these are all. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, stubborn, uh-huh. laziness, uh, possessive, oh. materialistic, self-indulgent. Huh. I don't. Okay, I'm not a Taurus. I think yeah. I must have been well, adopted. All, well, you can also. Well, it also read- says Taurus is the one who ventures out into the unknown and leads the way. Well, there's mm. so you can have Does that sound like you your astrological no. sign. <laughs> <laughs> so your sign is like can be kind of like ill representative of you, and so yeah. when you look up your birthday on different websites, you can find like your rising sign and things like that. And those are tend to be like I'm Libra all the way, um, but people will be like, yeah, I'm, you're Libra, Libra. Yeah, I don't have any fire. I'm uh, <laughs> at all, but I surround myself with people that have fire. Okay, uh, cool. Hannah's like fire, fire. <laughs> and uh what is she like Scorpio Scorpio? Something like that. Okay. But then you you can find all like your rising signs and your your sun sign and moon sign and uh those are more representative of you and they'll be more like in depth and like to me I they seem a little bit more accurate than just reading like here's my horoscope for this week. Yeah. I mean um, in every situation I could be any one of those things. Totally. But it's like what am I most? I don't know. I mean, that's what we're all striving to find out right, in life, huh? Right. Well, what a note to end the podcast <laughs> on. Oh, golly. But, John, because you have been the most wonderful guest, um, you're going to get a parting gift that every guest on the podcast gets. And Diane really? is bringing it over right now. And every guest on the podcast gets. Diane is having some complications with the pillow presentation. Mm-hmm. Um, you get to tweet anything you want from my Twitter account right now. Oh, shit. It's my phone, <laughs> and you're welcome. Oh, shit. So, okay. Go. Oh, text from Chester. Oh. I'm like, I'm much more interested in that <laughs> than being funny right now. Let's definitely not look at that. Text. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> it just said iMessage. So, um, you can tweet anything you want. Just nothing racist or homophobic is what I ask everyone. That's great. Because I know, like, in your lack of empathy, that's the core of your brand. That's it. <laughs> yeah. I'm like a quarter Jew, though. Okay. Uh, <laughs> you know, these are just like, they're, they're, they're funny traps where funny people are good at them and then it's a trap for everybody else. No, you can yeah. tweet anything you want and it doesn't, we've had such a variety. We've had people take photos of themselves. We have people tweet that I have wild diarrhea. We have people oh, like, no. you can do anything you want. There's oh, no You can also do shameless, shameless self-promotion. Um, oh, you're I, looking through my option. own photos? No, I just went to take a photo and then the photo popped up. Yeah, so can and I, it's all of uh, Grant Gustin. Yeah, can I... <laughs> Oh my. So I, I was like doing some research yesterday. <laughs> oh my gosh, I thought this was his Tinder account, but oh it's not. Oh my God. Are you, he's, he oh up shit. A, he put a photo of Grant Gustin in. I'm just going to, yeah, I'm just going to, but I'll crop out the part where you screenshotted his Instagram. Yeah, no, <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is great. This is great. There goes any hope of having him as a guest on the podcast in the future. I swear I'm like very grounded and balanced. I, and like, I, I believe you. I'm a mediator healer. Um, I'm here to help if you yeah. have any issues. 
<sighs> okay, so let me uncomfortable see. right now. Let me no, see. Great. This is my comfort um, pose. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, oh gosh. And you can just could I just caption it, it like like because he's got this three musketeers thing maybe like a who's your daddy or oh my god oh Oh my god you know i've only deleted one tweet that anyone's tweeted from really after 70 episodes so today might be a different day (laughs) it's like definitely a joke with the winky face okay okay i'm gonna i'm gonna tweet it you can send it and then i'll read it oh my god it compressed it tweeted but people know something's up right um We'll see. Yeah, yeah they sort of do, go. but like Grant definitely doesn't. I didn't uh, tag him, so. Uh, oh, it says, who's your daddy, winky face, and just the photo of Grant. It's <laughs> <laughs> ambiguous a little bit, but I feel like your relationship, that's where you guys are. I mean, if we get married, like you have been our Yenta. So, oh my uh, gosh. Thank you so much. <laughs> Please invite me to the wedding. Done and done. You're you're the band. You're the wedding band. I'm so really get ready. excited. Okay, cool. John, this has been so much fun. Thank you for being here. Where can these people find you on the internet if they don't already know? Sure. YouTube.com slash paint. Paint. <laughs> Perfect. Yep. It's the, the paint. And check yeah. it out because it is, it's really great content. And I'm excited for you to do more. It's Thank you. so fun. And we can watch John grow together. I would love to watch it. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. We'll see you guys next time on Not Too Deep. I'm going to go like hyperventilate for a little bit and then just constantly refresh my Twitter to see if anyone. Oh uh, my gosh. I'm so excited for this development. <laughs> Yeah, who knew? Oh, we'll see you guys next time. Too deep, too deep, too deep, not too deep with Grace Helbig. Not Too Deep is a production of Grace Helbig Incorporated, produced and directed by Jack Ferry with production support from Full Screen Studios and Michael Rucker. Associate producer Melissa D. Mons with production assistance by Diane Kang. Editing by Melissa D. Mons. And an extra special thank you to Flula for the theme music. Too deep, too deep, too deep, not too deep with Grace Helbig. Whatever struggles you are facing, from depression and anxiety to trauma and grief, BetterHelp can connect you with a professional counselor in a safe and private online environment. It's so convenient. You can schedule secure video or phone sessions, as well as chat and text with your therapist. And anything you share is completely confidential. Best of all, it is affordable, and you will get 10% off your first month with the discount code GRACE. So why not get started? Go to betterhelp.com grace. Fill out a questionnaire to get matched with a counselor that you'll love today. Not Too Deep is a production of Grace Helbig Incorporated. Producer Melissa D. Montz, 